0: If you're into designer furniture and you want the sofa that broke the internet, you don't have to go broke to get it. Because Designer Looks furniture has all the same styles and trends and all the quality, but without the designer prices. Check them out. Designer Looks at American Signature Furniture or designerlooks.com.
1: I love collecting vintage lenses and shooting with them. Most of the lenses that I have in my kit bag are all vintage lenses. The only, the most advanced one that I have is also a 1998 design. And that's a 14mm Sigma ultra wide angle. But what I carry mostly with me is what I've recently acquired as a 28mm. This 14mm that I just mentioned to you and a Nikon 8200, which is, I think, a 1995 design. So this is the stuff that I mostly carry in my bag. And I'm mostly, at this point, shooting landscapes. That too, mostly sunsets and sunrises, because I just love those moments of the day. the colors are just magical, so th- those are the kind of things that I mostly capture, and these are the kind of lenses that I usually uh, use to capture this this kind of uh,
0: photography. you're listening to photo Country, and I 'm your host, Rajiv. Each episode, you will listen to professional photographers and creative image makers. Listen to them discuss their approach to photography, their creative process, and why they do what they do. This is a show where you can learn from fellow creatives and get inspiration on your photography journey. Welcome to Photo Country. Hello and welcome to Episode 2. In this episode, I talk to Niloid Pereira, a photography enthusiast and a good friend of mine. He loves collecting vintage lenses and shoots the coastlines of Auckland on his Nikon D800. His Instagram handle is vintage lens shooter, and it is full of spectacular sunrises and sunsets along the beaches of Auckland. Good morning, Neil. How are you doing? I'm good, Rajiv. How are you? All good. Thanks for uh, your time to come on the show. No worries. All right. So we've known each other for what four odd years. Both of us started our f- photographic journey in New Zealand, pretty much at the around the same time. Yeah, that's true. So I just wanted to get to know about your background and how you go about doing stuff. So why don't you start with uh, a brief intro about who you are and uh, what you do?
1: My name is Neil Pereira. Of course, you know that. Currently, I work as a digital experience manager. So as you can imagine, my experience and field is uh, in digital, in digital marketing, web design, all of that stuff. Uh, I started my career as a web designer and always had hobbies on the side Mm -hmm. one of them was photography and it all started way back when my dad used to whip out his yashika point and shoot from time to time which was like a prized possession of the family it was kept inside a steel cupboard and it would come out only on occasions and we would never see it again after then but when we grew up my dad was like he was more trusting and he would like let us use the camera and handle the camera and take it out with us on when you're hanging out with friends and things like that to events and stuff like that so i guess that's where it all started for me uh, with photography and uh, then as i grew up i got more interested in uh, more advanced cameras started learning about not learning but just interested in what DSLRs were all about i would just see wedding photographers and all using this strange camera that had a lens sticking out and i'd always wonder what that was about and then all of my like research and curiosity led me to understand what these cameras were about, and then that that's how the journey really started for me. And then as I grew up and I could afford like to spend some money on myself, I started buying cameras and things like that. And that's I think that's where it kicked off mostly. And then it's been quite a journey. Like it's from there. It's been I think what twenty years now, and it's it's where I am now. And currently, like you said, like. After coming to New Zealand, I've gotten back to this hobby of mine, and I've recently started an account about a year ago called Vintage Lens Shooter, and uh, that's where I'm at right now. That's the kind of stuff that I'm doing, and you would have seen the kind of photography that I have on there, and that's where that entire journey has led me, and that's where I am right now.
0: So let's start with what's in your bag. Tell us what's in your kit bag, Neil.
1: i just mentioned to you guys that my Instagram handle is Vintage Lens Shooter. That's because I am a huge fan of vintage lenses. I love collecting vintage lenses and shooting with them. Most of the lenses that I have in my kit bag are all vintage lenses. The only, the most advanced one that I have is also a 1998 design, and that's a 14mm Sigma ultra wide angle. But what I carry mostly with me is what I've recently acquired is a 28mm, this 14mm that I just mentioned to you, and a Nikon 8200, which is I think a 1995 design. So this is the stuff that I mostly carry in my bag, and I'm mostly, at this point, shooting landscapes. That too, mostly sunsets and sunrises, because I just love those moments of the day. The colors are just magical. So th- those are the kind of things that I mostly capture, and these are the kind of lenses that I usually uh, use to capture this this kind of uh, photography.
0: What I'm interested in is... Uh... Why vintage lenses? How did it all start?
1: There's this place called Fort in Mumbai, which is in the town side, the true Bombay city back home. And there's this area called Fort where there are a lot of camera dealers and a lot of camera vendors. And I went to this guy's shop and this guy, he had an amazing display of all vintage cameras, old film cameras. Those cameras just beautiful. He let me play around with some of the cameras that he had because a lot of them were like, you know, he was selling some of them, but a lot of that was just junk, dead weight, really. So he let me play with a few of the cameras Then they they were full, like, you know, camera and lenses attached. It was not just bodies only or something like that. And that that's when it sparked my interest. I was like, I mean, the beauty of those cameras, those vintage cameras were just it was something that captivated my uh, uh, imagination at the time. And I was like, this is fun. This shooting with this kind of stuff is fun. At the time, Vin- Vivitar was still making a fully manual SLR camera. And that was the first one that I bought. And I remember buying it from BH Photo Video in the US and having it shipped all the way from there. That was my first fully manual camera that I bought. And uh, so that's where it all began. And from then on, Each time that I would go to this guy, I would pick up something from him. And it would be like in the range of two or 3,000 rupees, which was like it was dirt cheap. But that's where I started building up my collection. And then as I got onto this journey, I started realizing that a lot of the cameras, lenses, you can find online for fairly cheap prices on eBay and things like that. And I think the first manual focus, decent focus, manual focus lens that I got was a Nikon f 300 f4.5 and uh, i think that's where the thing for lenses began to then it was not just the camera bodies it was about lenses as well.
0: well one of the questions that i want to ask is i know that vintage lenses are the best way to grow your collection and photography without breaking the bank but then how do you choose your vintage lenses in terms of making sure the item that you pick up is not bad or it's not damaged. And where do you pick them up?
1: In the US, and there's like tons and tons of options available that you can find at pretty much, at times it really feels like dirt cheap prices. So that's why I begin. I start looking up on eBay and then go through all of the options. Then whatever options I come across, I will do certain uh, a little research around each lens that I find to see which one's the best. Now, of course, if you're going with something like that's a Nikon already, you can't go wrong with that eBay has a rating system, just like you have your trade me's here, and every seller has a rating and things like that. So there's this whole thing about trust, there's this whole thing about understanding who the seller is, looking up the information that he's provided about the lens. And that is one crucial aspect, where you have to understand how these sellers provide information about the lenses. And they use varying terms, some of them, but you have to be smart in understanding what that really means. And you have to know just from your understanding of how lenses work and things like that. For example, if he said slight fungus and slight haze, that's clearly a telltale sign that you don't want to buy that lens. They pretty much do a good job of describing what the lenses like condition is. Some of them do even a good job of posting pictures of what the condition of the lens looks like because sometimes there are some things with regular pictures, you can't actually see the glass, but some of them do a really good picture of capturing what the glass inside looks like and you can actually see dust and if there's any separation, if there's any balsam separation or fungus or haze on the lens, they do a really good job of that. So you have to take all of this stuff, all of this information that's provided and take it into account, look at the seller's reputation and then make an informed decision. So I have, in my time of acquiring a few lenses, I have come across a few preferred sellers and I would always go back to them based on the ones, the previous transactions that I've had. I would always go back to these guys because I know they're From previous transactions, these guys have given me good stuff. They can add a good price. And uh, that's the kind of a framework that I use to acquire these lenses.
0: Awesome. That's quite detailed that you do, (laughs) Neil. Okay. Let's let's get into the fun part. So my final question to you is, what are your favorite places in Auckland that you like to shoot? I don't even know if I've discovered my
1: favorites yet, but everywhere in Auckland you go, especially along the coastline, it's just amazing. There's just, in fact, with all of the stuff that I've got on my feed right now with Vintage Lens Shooter, and of course, I've been only around Auckland, right? I've lived in Auckland, so Auckland is the most convenient place for me to do my photography. But I don't know. If I've even found my favorite place, but it's just that everywhere you go in Auckland, it's just so beautiful on the coasts and with the wharfs and there are all of these opportunities where, and I love shooting places around the coastline where you can capture the sea, the water, the bay. And do that whole long exposure where you can, like, you know, flatten out the water and smoothen out the water. I love doing that stuff. And you'll see on my feed a lot of the photography that I've done. It follows that kind of methodology where you have long exposures mostly. But favorites, like, I love the West Coast, although I don't go there as often. I love the West Coast. It's like one of my favorites, one of the most beautiful rugged coastlines and that is so accessible to us Aucklanders I think people just don't go there enough but it's so beautiful and each time that I've been there just it's just so captivating I would I don't even think the pictures that I've taken of the place do it justice but that is one of my favorite places
0: that was absolutely fascinating the way you have gone about your vintage Lynn stuff so thanks for your time and keep clicking bro no problem thanks for having me on the show Cool, good stuff. And thanks for curating my music. That's another episode of Photo Country. Thanks for listening in. If you like this episode, please share it with your friends and do leave a review. This will help more people who love photography just like you find this show. Connect with me on Instagram or on my website. The links are on the show notes. Till next week, keep clicking.